0: Uh, that mixtape that Heems did with uh what's his name? Boys. yeah Boys Ahmed Riz Ahmed that's, it. Riz Amen, that's yeah. it. Um I'm curious to know what uh I mean I talked to Namik enough to know what he's listening to. I'm curious to know what you guys are currently listening to. If you're like three three artists that you listened to in the past day. If we could go around mm. if you want to start.
1: Um Kamaya. Yeah. I've been listening to Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Young Thug. Jeffrey. Oh yeah, of course. I don't know what to call him. No, yeah. my name is Jeffrey. <laughs> have you guys
0: Have you guys seen the alternative album cover? No. I have just seen the dress one. The alternative album cover is literally Jeffrey from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, <laughs> <laughs> like arms folded, turning and that's looking at us. <laughs> See, to all the people that say
2: Young Thug isn't hip hop, that's the most hip hop thing you can yeah, do. Exactly. All right. Also on the song uh, Best Friend, yeah. there's a bit where he says, "All right, hold up, hold up." And then he says, and he takes a break, and then he's and then he goes in, right? Yeah. That's the most hip hop thing yeah. you could do, like, yeah. Yo,
0: I, I support. I'm here for Thugger. Yeah, like. straight up. Do you know what he's doing back in 2011? He's taking shitty, like I don't know if you guys have heard this. Um, and when I originally heard it, I laughed. I laughed in his face. So I'll be honest with you, but he was taking like, like Tiesto-esque, like house music and rapping over it. Oh my god, that yeah. stresses yeah. me out. It's it's god awful. It's <laughs> literally it's absolutely awful. Um, but the man was like he had a vision he was trying to he was he was trying to stand on the outside from the beginning you know uh-huh. and like eventually he met metro or he met like you know people who actually make decent music and like yeah figured it out found his like niche to still be different still push so many different agendas right uh-huh. um, without even trying um, and very recently too he's like he uh on twitter i kind of uh, i saw that and i thought that was really cool or like lil wayne very recently tweeted something about just like being like tired of all this like bullshit that he's kind of going through just trying to like get this album out um and uh and him just being like oh, i'm done and everyone just kind of speculating like yo is wayne retiring like he's one of the greatest rappers of all time retiring and lil wayne is also like <laughs> lil wayne is also uh uh like criticized Young Thug publicly before but Young Thug on Twitter was like yo Wayne like you're one of the reasons why I'm rapping right now like I know you've said a lot of hateful shit about me but like I respect you and like I'm here for you I want I want to see you thrive kind of deal um which is just like yeah I mean in the current state of hip-hop seeing things like that are uncommon you know particularly between like you know two people who have or at least one person who has like openly bashed someone else you know yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah, I think that kinda of speaks to your dog. Navig, what do, you need to say? Uh, what do you need to say? So
2: Lil Wayne, I know he's he's super creative, the Carter Three was a great creative album. But he also has lines like, I wax that ass, she made that Mr. Miyagi face.
1: <laughs> That's um, a dope line. You
2: didn't get the reference? <laughs> it's curtains for these N-words. I feel like
0: some drapes. Boo! <coughs> Listen, this is post- I mean okay, this. Okay, okay, I got I got. This
3: no, continue. Searching. I was going to say,
0: this is a post-Carter 3, okay? You just can't... Listen, maybe I just have more empathy than you. Oh, my God, okay. All I'm trying oh to God, say... God. Go ahead.
2: My new shoes is ass kickers. She drink cum like she had hiccups.
0: <laughs> 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 that, that's a third soup it up, there, right there. Um, Wayne postcard the Carter 3, is just a soup it up for life. Uh, I don't know. I... I Listen, you know everything oh Carter three and previous. Was she
2: a drink fire. cum like hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> the Carter four was
0: not bad. The Carter four, I don't know if I.
3: Okay, okay. There's um, there's there's a couple good li- good lines, isn't hilarious lines. Um, Nivek, you know this actually. I've showed you this from the song. It's good. He says, <laughs> um, uh, what is it? What is it? You a fake nigga. Press your brakes, nigga. I'll take you out. That's a date, man. <laughs> oh, okay. And when I heard that, I was losing my mind. Yeah, that's, man. That's
2: a, I like that, actually, that's kinda nice. <laughs> I kinda
0: like that one, yeah. Because Um
2: I feel like I need to be taken home. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, way um, no, there were a lot of lines from I am not a human being. Two? Yeah. I am not v, a man. A, I don't know if I should keep going into this. Yeah, he's down
0: and out right I'm now, man. man.
2: He's down and out. You
1: should make a Twitter account and just tweet out.
2: Low end Postcard three lyrics. lyrics. Yeah. Post-
1: yeah,
2: but he's he's kind of good. Like he'll like re- most recently he had good verses on like the Dude, Rocky it, album. Even the
0: M's, yo. like M's was a, was the, a banger. Yo. The
2: Rocky that song, yeah. the Tyler song, he killed. Mm-hmm. But then he'll have lines like, um, "I'm in the ocean getting shark pussy." <laughs> <laughs> What's the line after? You? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Letting all these hoes ride my dick. Carpool (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty good one I gotta get into it I I make her take this dick Like advice Okay I'm gonna go That's rape That's That's pretty bad That's messed up That's messed up One more One more That pussy boneless That's (laughs) Chick-fil-A Obviously there's This is a list of 40 Like I read four of them Um, so (laughs) Okay, so you don't like Lil Wayne No, no Okay, that, I'm gonna say 2010 to 2014 I didn't like it
0: We all know what, like Everything went down after he made his rock album Like, that's just Mm. We just know that happened When he took that guitar on stage, fake, played it, whatever played it, smashed it yeah. It was just It was tough, you know uh, and, yeah, I think things really plummeted from there. I mean, very, like, similarly to Young Thug, the guy tried to do something outlandish, he thought he was making his version of eight oh eight and Heartbreaks when, in reality, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. He was having, like, a, an Allen Iverson season and just, like, ended his career. Um, so, I don't know. So, okay, well... I think it's clear none of us are listening to Lil Wayne right now, but as you're saying, you're list- you've been listening to yeah. Young Thug, Kamaya. Who else have you been listening to? Vince Staples. Oh man, Prima Donna, mm-hmm. so good. Good shit. What do you? What is your favorite song off this EP?
1: Um, uh, Prima Donna. Yeah. I also like Smile.
0: Smile is really good one. Yeah, and War Ready. <sighs> man, War is
1: really good. Do you know, you know really James good. Blake produced that track? I yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know he produced it, yeah. but I really fuck with James Blake.
0: Man, Big Time is my favorite, particularly because it's exclusively produced by James Blake. I think. Mm. Um, I think. Uh, DJ Da, he has credits on already as well. But mm. yeah, Big Time is just, oh man, it just hits hard. And Vince Staples is just like, he's, uh, he's I think I, I was talking to Navek about this before. He's like the less articulate, angrier version of Kendrick Lamar, which just mm-hmm. makes him like so much more palatable, I thought, mm-hmm. on just like a hot summer day when you're just listening to North North or like any of his music, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. the same message, but it just comes out in like a far more youthful, Far more just like, uh, react reactionary way, you know. Uh-huh. Um, how about you? And I feel like I, I actually don't know anything about who um, you are as well, a human. Well, and I definitely want to start with. I Queen started listening YouTube. to the new Travis album. Okay, me too. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, <laughs> shout out to Nav, eh? Brampton's finest. Ooh. Oh no, he's from Rex. He's from Rex yeah, though? Yeah, Rex, okay. though. Shout out to the Brown Boy.
2: Uh, at least. Uh, you know at least we're making moves out here and man he's uh, he's on the Travis album that's just that's like good. such a mm-hmm. big deal man. it's I a good song too you actually yeah. killed it on yeah, yeah. yeah. I like well, that
0: right. yeah, yeah. Um, what I what I've really been thinking about uh, cause I I was reading uh, I was on Reddit um, I was looking for download links for this album mm-hmm. I don't have Apple Music but yeah I'm on this Reddit page just like a Reddit page uh, just what am I trying to say here it's just like it's Travis Scott Reddit page and, like, I'm reading these comments about, like, people talking about, like, the album and stuff. And, like, they're saying, like, yo, like, when I heard, like, when I heard Biebs in the Trap, like, I started crying. Like, shit made me so emotional. Or, like, yo, when I heard, like, uh, when I heard the, like, <laughs> smoke one, drink one, pour one, like, interview, like, yo, I broke down, yeah. man. Like, and I'm just thinking, like, I genuinely was, like, again, this is me just, like, really trying to rationalize all possible scenarios. Like, taking shit on a bus. Like, Wins- mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just, like, like I'm, try- I'm trying to, you know what I mean? I just want to try and see these people for where they are rather than brand them as just like twisted millennials, you know? And I'm thinking, I'm like, are we, am I just not seeing the picture and is this like, is this whole album Travis Scott like, talking about all the drugs, talking about all the sex, talking about just like all the trapping, but like really underneath just being like, help me, like I'm, I'm dying inside. Or, is it the opposite where everyone just doesn't get it and they're like, yo, it's just a vibe, bro. Like, Because, like, I mean, as we spoke about earlier, about people mindlessly kind of following these things, like, mm-hmm. you know, all it takes is like a doobie and like loudspeakers to just like catch feelings while I'm listening to Nab, you know? Like, Nab <laughs> yeah. doesn't make me catch feelings. Like, I don't know, I enjoy listening to him when I like drive at night, but,
2: uh, actually that's like the
0: perfect time. Yeah, so yeah that's the, the perfect time, time to listen um, to
2: Especially yeah. myself. <laughs> that makes yeah, me, uh, this guy. Me feel like, <laughs> Wow, this reminds me of myself yesterday.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh with music, Marusha actually put me on to a lot of people. Like I didn't listen to Monty Booker who's crazy She's Monty so Booker. Good. Like that song he did with Smino, Colors is like that's probably the yeah, his, um, my favorite track of his. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. And then who else has been good? What's that Caroline song, yo? Oh yeah, that Am- Caroline Am- song Amine. Am- yeah, yeah. 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 that was a very good song. Yeah. That was good. That was a banger, yeah. Um, a lot of bangers. Oh, yeah, that, that playlist, which... I wish we could release that playlist.
1: We can. We can make it public. Oh, okay. On Spotify.
2: Oh, what's the name of it? The...
1: Um, I get blackout wasted in my Kirkland tea.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, oh, exclusive. <laughs> Something coming very soon with the Kirkland tea. I can't talk about it on the pod, but... Very excited yeah. about it. Things are gonna make... Uh, we're making moves. But anyways, that podcast... That playlist is very good. We should make it public. You no, know, maybe time. I'll, uh...
0: In like the bio for this on SoundCloud, I'll just put the like the track list. So even if someone can't like listen to it, mm. if they're not an eight year old and know how to use the internet, they can listen to the songs. Maybe I'll do that. So um,
2: but also something that we've all listened to, it's been it's been a few weeks now. Um, I even caught feelings for it was the uh, it was Blunt. Um, sorry sure, The uh, Frank Ocean album.
0: I've never, uh... You, never, you, don't, yeah, never,
2: you don't know him?
0: No, I've never heard him. Is don't. he, uh... Is he, uh, that guy from Winnipeg?
2: Yeah, he, <laughs> yo, he, uh... He does the, um... That country singing. Oh, he does the... he, did, he, did, he did the, the spoons. He did the banjo <laughs> did the cover the of scenes. My Heart Will Go On. Didn't yeah. he? <laughs> <laughs> he also did a cover of Nelly and Tim McGraw's over and over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the banjo. So, with the banjo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, for real, though.
0: This album, man.
2: Yeah, I mean... Whoever wants to speak on it uh, can... Yeah, you really don't want to. You really, you just... I No, I, I have a lot to say, actually. I have too much to say. Um, like, I think that's the problem. There's too much to say about this. Yeah. Like, like uh, from White Ferrari, that last bit hit me, especially when you're smacked, that last bit hits you. Um, Futura free, those bars, and Futura free at the 225 mark, which I relate to a lot. I said on the the lost pot which may maybe release someday <laughs> the line where he says um i had a job since 2009 i've been on a floor a sales floor and that's my current life where i'm still i'm moving sales floor to sales floor um which makes me feel like damn i want to get out of that so bad mm. and um the skits are phenomenal and yeah they, they're very like a lot of hip-hop albums now they're overdoing it with the skits like 10 skits or so yeah. like, Uh, hey shout out to Tori though um, (laughs) Tori used to hand out CDs at Scarborough Town Center when yeah you probably passed him yeah yeah, really good so that's a while but yeah this album uh, very very good like every time I listen to it I I notice something new Mm -hmm. that I like like even the intro to self-control was like two childish voices yeah Mm. and then they're like uh, saying something saying like an intro to the song which is good party at your pool last night or something like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's what pool started. side combo yeah.
0: Yeah. okay yeah. let me ask you this then maybe this is the maybe this is one question that you haven't answered what's your least favorite track on the album I haven't answered if that. you guys want to answer that I
3: haven't answered that it, it changes the tone of the I I see why it fits with the album totally it's just not my type of thing it's pretty sweet mm-hmm. you know, that's a track that I like least you like the least eh?
0: have you listened to Anna? I actually haven't yeah I haven't gotten to fair enough fair enough have you listened to Frank Ocean's previous stuff I actually haven't no I okay okay Uh, definitely worth a listen Uh, and uh, maybe we'll get a hot take on it next week maybe it could be your super up segment maybe you'll hate it we never know Uh, but how about you Richard? what would you say is your least favorite
1: I gotta think about it the song it's not my least favorite but the one that features um, Kendrick
0: oh Skyline 2 yeah
1: I didn't pay that much attention to it I still
0: uh, maybe like how is he featured on it because I feel like the version I have I don't
3: hear them Okay, at all. so uh, maybe my version's crappy too, but like you really have to listen to it. And what I realized where you really have to listen to it, is when you listen to Pink and White, yeah. you hear Beyonce mm-hmm. in the back of the second half. And then when you hear it you're like, Oh my god, this is really good But with Skyline, um, I hear I hear someone say smoke out of nowhere. Yeah. And that sounds very Kendrick to me. It is. And where I guess I got the habit of really listening to music is like to vocals like that is if you listen to the song BBC by Jay-Z from Magna Carter Jay-Z and Nas handle the verses cool but there's so many people on it I think Timberlake's on that Beyonce's on that there's so many I think James Fauntleroy he's on that too there's a lot of different artists on that song so you really really have to listen to their background vocals to be like oh I caught a bit of it there and I caught Mm -hmm. a bit of it there but those touches are what make it so great like Mm -hmm. Tyler Creator talked about this on when he dropped Channel Orange that it's almost so annoying working with Frank Ocean because he's so meticulous about everything but I think that's what it's needed right. mm-hmm. to
0: make such fun they're easter eggs almost right yeah. it's the same way where you watch a movie over and over again and they're yeah. little small things that pop up right yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah it's not my least favorite I just like haven't paid that much attention to it okay. did y'all pay attention to or listen to Endless at all Endless.
0: Like, I'll do it once, okay, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I tried to find like a torrent of just like audio versions because I I didn't want to sit down and watch the mm-hmm. video of it. I've heard the um, the Isley Brother cover because that came out uh, a little while ago, like the Aaliyah slash Oh Brothers yeah, yeah. Cover, yeah. Mm-hmm. at your at your best. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else, I truthfully have not listened to anything that I'm finding right now of just like audio is just like snippets kind of deal Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah that's the only song that I've actually listened to is that your best
2: so what I actually found out from um, the homie Josh actually uh, from back in Best Buy back when we used to work at Best Buy uh, Ward Eglinton you already know um, he actually explained to me how uh, in 2009 Frank signed a contract with Def Jam for seven years a seven-year contract and he wasn't supposed to release Nostalgia Ultra he just did it because he was frustrated because they were making him write for other people yeah mm-hmm. and then he they never let him be solo so he dropped that and then it blew up it did amazing so they locked him in the studio said you have to make an album now for us and they made Channel Orange which he says is not like creatively his peak and then it took four years because he's waiting trying to kill the contract right and then endless was the last release and like the day after endless the contract ended and then the day after the contract he put out mm-hmm. um on right. that you know
0: wow no man i think it's so uh it's so freaky i think what we spoke about also on the last podcast was how uh, four years was enough time for um him to generate almost probably like you know 50 increase in his fans mm-hmm. right um, just because of how Elusive he became Because what His only features In like a four year period Were uh, Wolves At the end of Wolves On the Kanye mm-hmm. album And Beyonce it. What? Um, Oh right yeah.
2: Beyonce Superpower. Oh and, right. and John Mayer's album He's on, People slept on that John Mayer album I'm a big Was this the album
0: rapper. with uh, Something like Olivia Is it the same album
2: I think so okay. It had Wildfire Right It's yeah, called yeah, Wildfire Yeah um, Excellent project actually. Yeah I love that um, um, but yeah uh, what's your favorite song on Nostalgia Ultra uh,
0: that's a very good question I have to think about it. I need to see a track of the thing. <laughs> I mean, I remember. was uh, Acura Integral
2: on I don't think so it wasn't but that's like a Sad Boys anthem yeah that's, that's nice it. it yeah
0: <laughs> yeah Trust let me tell you yes. that rang great talk for me
3: the one thing I really like about Blonde and I said this on the last part too um, before listening to Blonde I've been listening to a lot of Anderson .Paak oh, yeah. and the one thing I realized with the song, like with the album Malibu great album loved it cool and all but he takes very simple beats and he drags it out a little mm. and that's cool and it's good and all but sometimes the beats become a little stale and then you take someone like Kanye West's Life of Pablo very creative a lot of different sounds on one track yeah. and he kind of doesn't really smoothly transition it which is my um the one thing I disliked about Life of Pablo. So when you look at this, I think this has a lot of different... Like, Nights especially had a lot of different sounds on one thing. Um, a lot of the sounds are still simple. Um, as you mentioned last time, not a lot of them have drum beats. Yeah. So it's very, I guess, very, very simple. Uh, but the beats rarely go stale, and the transitions are very smooth. Yeah. So that's one thing I really liked about this album.
0: Yeah, I, If anything, I actually, for the longest time, up until... A few years ago up until 2013 I didn't like I I really didn't like listening to like say like an acoustic version of a song or where it was just like a guitar and just like a vocal um, and it was until uh, it was when um, Six Feet Beneath the Moon by King Cruel came out mm. um, there's this one song on there called Easy Easy it was one of his like yeah. big songs where like the whole time you're expecting like You're expecting like a drum and like a bass and like a very like loud rock bit to kind of come in because of just like the way that this guitar is like building up and just like, you know, looking at like traditional song breakdowns, right? Um, But yeah, that was kind of like a a small eye-opener to think like, oh, you know what, like maybe a song like this will just kind of stand alone where like, you know, very similarly Ivy is kind of born where like Mm -hmm. you have this song where you could very old picture like drums kind of flowing in but it doesn't um, another one of my favorites is Godspeed uh, yeah, yeah. Um, also James Blake behind there yeah. yeah I can't I can't get another James Blake um, yeah Godspeed and Future for your perfect closing track right right together yeah um, I think honestly my least favorite has got to be Nike's I, really? I don't know what it is yeah um, I just don't like I find the rest of the album To be so melancholic And the first song Just strikes me as like uh, Like, Too wayward Yeah like
3: It's almost like atmospheric It doesn't To me Ivy and uh, Pink Plus White Could have been better Opening tracks Only because That is classic Frank Ocean When you think Frank Ocean That's exactly what you're trying to hear Nike's the one thing That kind of interested me But also kind of Set me away from the song Is when I first heard the song I'm like Man he's made me wait Four years I finished a degree In this town <laughs>
2: Yeah He makes me wait
3: Two more minutes Till I hear his vocals Unedited yeah. And like they almost like amped, amped for me But now I feel like sometimes I can do without The chipmunk vocals. Mm. You know what I mean yeah. um, And if you look at like The um, interlude So Good guy has a bit of this Yeah uh, Future of free Has a bit of this uh, Facebook story And be yourself All have this little Soft beat in the back and soft synth just yeah. like yeah. it's like an arpeggio almost just like yeah. three
0: or four notes just like over and over again That's and it. that
3: sounds amazing and a lot of that album kind of carries that I guess a misty low profile sound yeah. whereas Nike's the transition from his chipmunk vocals to his regular vocals yeah. sound like universal atmosphere yeah. so it's not it doesn't align that well yeah. still like that still like the song but right. I, t- I totally understand it.
0: yeah I think um, yeah I jokingly i jokingly was saying last time that uh i hated this album because there's no metro boom and there's no DJ esco, <laughs> there was no future uh i didn't hear dj Khaled ad lib yeah exactly yeah <laughs> dj esco cool as fucking yeah exactly like, no esco yeah exactly so so when i heard nike's i thought future was gonna come in and then he didn't so i was extra disappointed and that's why i hate the song obviously uh, but shout out my guy code out of japan on the on the end of that track there's only some versions that seem to have it um uh and i ve- like the original version of the song that i heard didn't have it uh it was only later on that i found out that uh ko has like a verse on it uh, i'm not sure if you guys have listened to Ko before but he's just like he's just essentially just like a like a hybrid of like a japanese like og Mako type um it's very cool like i didn't know about this until very recently but like he comes from, like, a very slummy part of Japan, um, which, again, is, like, not a picture painted anywhere of Japan having a slum, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's someone who I've actually been, who I've personally been listening to. I've also been listening to this Travis album. Um, I've been a Travis fan for far too long. I don't know what it is. Um, maybe it is because I, like, originally, I mean, there was a point in time where you obviously had... Uh, like OVO as like a label growing good music as a label this is like uh, this is like the rise of the phoenix after like all the like superstar rap groups fell apart like R.I.P. Y.M.C.M.V R.I.P. MMG uh, oh, long live ASAP. They're still there. Obviously, Odd Future's still going. But,
2: but yeah, that was unfortunate. Yeah,
0: um, but I mean that was a very exciting time because it's like yo, these rap supergroups, mm-hmm. you know? And they all
2: did ciphers on BET.
0: Oh my god, that on was BET. such a good year for the BET ciphers because yeah. now. When Even they, like
3: Slaughterhouse and Eminem had exactly, like
0: exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. They've just clumped people into like groups of like where they were from too, right? Yeah. Um, where now the BET servers are just like whoever, yeah. uh, which is fine. But like, yeah, again, it was just like a big year for that. Uh, do you guys remember the song Bedrock? Yeah. Like that was like an eight minute a song. Uh, yo, shout out Lloyd. Shout out freaking like tiger oh my god back oh, in the day dude. Nicki minaj had a verse yeah. drake had a line about ricky bobby and
3: wasabi <laughs> 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 i remember when that song came out like i was, i think that was like their first hit and like all of them are low profile except like drake and Nicki minaj at this point i'm trying to think. like jay mills good at those guys. jay mills go. I, I, I love you I have to come up right now gotta
2: gotta had the legendary line and i got her and we're uh, grocery bag uh, I'm still to this day trying to figure out uh, what the hell do you mean <laughs> that's so broad like you got her so grocery bag yeah you put things in a grocery bag so you get things but yo let's yo put some more thought into it at least like,
0: uh, uh, yeah that was a that was a dark time for hip hop I mean like at least like a year later when like everything at like MMG fellow apart like Wale just like was too enlightened for everyone on MMG um, Meek Mill got murdered Unfortunately <laughs> Last year <laughs> oh, So that was actually Tragic for the Yeah exactly um, But yeah When good music Was kind of the come up Travis Scott was just like This like weird Kid from Texas He
1: went to my like, university That's right yeah, yeah.
0: Um, For for oh, yeah, yeah Very I guess a short That's period really of time fun. Before for he like, like Dropped out or something Yeah Is he like Is there like a Not a claim to fame But like Are people really proud of that That he went there for a little bit Is that something that No No I don't <laughs> they're
1: like into Matthew Mahonegay do y'all even know who he is Matthew Mahonegay yeah Yeah. Yeah. stellar yeah oh yeah they don't claim Travis yeah (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: which is so sad man like I mean even just like even just any rap music that's come out of Houston like that's a that's just a pivotal point in Mm -hmm. like like, uh, what am I trying to think of? Like any, uh, like chopped and slopped, chopped but never mm. slopped beat. You know? just, that's a, the only reason why those exist is because of Houston. Uh, mm. But yeah, Travis, yeah, he came out of there and he was just a beat maker. Like mm-hmm. he didn't rap. He was just like a Fruity Loops producer, um, and then eventually started like, eventually started rapping. His very early stuff is very trash. But it's lit. <laughs> I mean, like, even earlier than that. I'm saying, like, Owl Pharaoh is, like, very Oh, crouched. that was not good at all, man. The beats are so good. Okay. Here's the thing. The first time I ever listened to it was uh, was the summer of 2012. And I was uh, in this basement right here trying to max out on 20 push-ups. I was like, okay. I was like today's the day I'm going to hit 20 push-ups. Um, so I'm like, I need something to get me amp. So I turned on this album. And, like, first few songs, not really doing it for me kind of got this like weird kid Cudi vibes kind of got this like this like Yeezy just yeah this like strange kind of Yeezus vibe and then Uptown the song with Ferg comes on mm-hmm. um and I hit 25 push ups. I was like the only reason why I hit this is cause <laughs> of this song um and then yeah eventually I just like yeah I got really hooked on that album and then kind of fall through but yeah I'm, like essentially if he didn't have if he wasn't so nice behind a computer producing all the songs um I'd probably make fun of him the same way I do Lil Wayne post the Carter 3 mm-hmm. um, but yeah he seemed to have like flourished I'm, it's kind of sad that Antidote was like his claim to fame just cause mm-hmm. it's a really bad song
2: but, yeah, it's just... <laughs> it's, it's lit! Yeah. What's the other ad lib?
0: Like, What's the other one? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. <laughs> it's like a big one. Yeah, it's yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. Thing but is, it's like the auto-tune flavor. So, I was like, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> it really pop off,
2: you know? thing is, uh, Travis is number one in smack music. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah number one. I mean, like, it, you'll even be, like, driving, you'll be like, it's lit. You'll be saying that. Right? <laughs> even though you'd never see that in real life. Um, very, like... It'll put you in a zone where you're like, this is... You think, oh, this is really good music. And then um, you listen to it sober, and then you realize, oh, it's not, not the same. I don't feel the same way, but... Um, it's all right, like even just Britain, don't read the lyric. <laughs> that's all you got. <laughs> don't, do. don't ever go rapping. Yeah, yeah, don't don't yeah, forget yeah. that website exists and it, just uh, just go. I actually have a good story about it's lit. So put that in a work email, like you because know, just because. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Who was the email for? Was uh, like a group it was just one? like a group one, right? And then like they're they're just updating <laughs> stats and stuff, and then uh, like I put updated mine, and I'm just like it's lit, <laughs> and then just I just sent it because like I was like why not, right? And then uh, an older lady called, like, messaged it back. She's like, "Oh, did you get that from Suits, uh, Lewis Lit?" And I'm like,
3: oh, oh, man. "Oh man!"
2: I was like, "Never mind. You know? <laughs> Why did I even try? You
0: know? <laughs> 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 Just gonna not reply to this email. Yeah. <laughs> Put it so, straight into the junk." Yeah, tragic. Uh, yeah, there's about. like a there's like a point where. Uh, I mean, like, maybe if you tried it now, she would know, because there's, like, a realm I find, uh, particularly... No, this is a couple weeks ago. Oh, this yeah. is very This is not this wasn't a this wasn't long ago. Okay. It hasn't reached her yet, but you know what? I'm sure if you dabbed in front of her, she'd know exactly what you're doing. Because there's a, there's a point, like, you can follow a timeline in, like, so many, like, pivotal moments in, like, street and or hip-hop culture where there's, like, a point where... Suddenly, things just become reserved for anyone who's like over the age of forty and happens to be white. So dabbing has reached that point, for sure, for sure. Like it's lit has like reached the realm of like twenty year old white kids. So you know, six months from now, you'll be getting emails back from Teresa saying it's lit. (laughs)
2: Okay, so Teresa, if you're listening,
0: (laughs) be prepared. Be prepared. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) your life's gonna be turned upside down. I mean. Probably at the beginning of the summer, in May, I remember um, I didn't uh, <clears throat> I didn't bring my phone to play music in the car. So I subjected myself to listening to radio. Shout out 91.1 Jazz FM, though. That's probably the only station that I listen to. I fuck with jazz. Heavy. Oh, okay. Um, but everything other than, like, I'm just flipping. I'm flipping through, and then I get to, like, uh, Virgin Radio. Is like Ryan Seacrest just like, Hey, we got a new one here. This one's straight fire from <clears throat> Travis Scott. Here's antidote. I was like I'm hearing antidote on Virgin Radio. Like just a year ago Nickelback was running the station <laughs> and now we hear Travis Scott. You know uh, it, I mean at the same time it's also kinda exciting Nickelback. to think about like, you know, who's running music right now for you know, an artist like Travis Scott to be mm. on I mean antidote also came out a year before mm-hmm. but either way, like that's just kind of how the radio works which sucks but um, yeah nonetheless decent album cool features he's got Andre 3000 feature which is sick oh, I was uh,
2: talking to so many same guy actually Josh and he was like I don't think he deserved that Andre 3000
0: feature he, is he only saying that because of how because Frank like got him so recently
2: yeah it's, I feel like you have to be an artist like a certain level mm-hmm. of artistry to get that Andre feature Kanye didn't even need a verse
0: Here's oh, a, yeah,
2: here's
3: he comes a, out of
0: hibernation so it's a, it's a deal okay yeah. but here's okay here's something to counter that Honor 3000 point is that originally um Audrey 3000 reached out and said that he wanted to narrate Travis's album what and then instead was like kind of ran out of time deadlines changed and he's like let me just drop a verse on the intro track to your song or intro track to your album so this guy was gonna go even further wow. than that and narrate the whole album wow. um mm. so yeah, I mean, who knows, right? The K, something about the Kendrick verse, two on Goosebumps. Um, I was talking to my friend about it. Particularly post uh, To Pippa Butterfly, I think a lot of just, like, rap fans were... Uh, I per- know personally, like, a lot of rap fans who fell off of Kendrick. Really unfortunately, actually, uh, because they felt that, like, the album was too political. Which I don't yeah. think is, like, a fair enough reason. I mean, that's just, like, a lazy reason. To like stop listening to a rapper you know i mean that's the whole point of the album is that he's been given an opportunity to speak and he's going to speak on what he thinks is most important to him right um but you know with that with that said uh, he comes on this album and just like spits like a goofy verse like like section 80 like like overly dedicated type like kendrick goofy verse where he's like doing all sorts of weird shit with his voice i mean i guess he did that on to pimp a butterfly as well but he just goes in on like 60 odd bars um, I think it was like a good reminder to like anyone who was like oh he like you know he's on his J. Cole shit that he's not because like the sad thing is is like for him to go in like that is just easy you know like Kendrick Lamar could put out eight Travis Scott albums if he wanted to and he would make so much more money but like you know
3: like that's the thing because Good Kid Mad City when you think of like classic albums or like, albums that are timeless in the past for me like Channel Orange uh, my Beautiful Doctors of Fantasy, some of those come to mind. And a lot of people good kid Matt City in that same like platform wow. and rightfully so. But then when they hear something like to pimp a Butterfly, it's there's no my vibe. there's no poetic justice, there's no like quote unquote bangers, I guess. I thought to pimp a Butterfly was amazing. Like right? yeah, I, I loved it. I loved it. It's like a book, yeah. I know. Like I felt like I'm in the library and I spent a lot of time in the library. So <laughs> I like I I enjoyed it. And to your point about antidote popping off, um out of all the Travis Scott's work and, like, how that became his claim to fame, I find it weird how, what it, like, the formula to become popular. So when, like, TDE was first coming up, like, there's Kendrick, Absol, J-Rock, and Schoolboy Q. And I think Schoolboy Q, out of all of them, is the weakest. But his, like... Like, lyrically. Lyrically, Absol's amazing. J-Rock's pretty darn good. And Kendrick's Kendrick. Um, But Schoolboy Q blew up way faster and way quicker and like I don't think Absol has Absol or J-Rock has that mainstream potential yeah. where a schoolboy Q could drop some like their collard greens it's kind of just like a head bobbing. yeah
2: that's song. right it's just like a catchy bop yeah. and that part
0: yeah that want to throw that that's <laughs> a thing. Uh, but yeah no it's, it's like even on like the internet you see so many memes where it's like oh like when a J. Cole album starts and it's like you know, they'll show, like, the track thing, and it's, like, one or two seconds in, and someone's, like, sleeping, you know? And it's just, like, yeah, it's poking fun at the fact that, like, oh, what he's got to say isn't, like, entertaining. But, like, go ahead. Read another Lil Wayne lyric. Go ahead. You want me to go? <laughs> yeah, okay. go, ahead. go ahead. I'm just trying to prove my point here. It's, like, oh, just because it's a fire beat, and he tells you something about getting shark pussy, like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, you know? Like, I don't Cole, know. and Kendrick both have great lyrical work I'm out saying. there. And you can't dispute it. Like exactly, exactly. And, like, you know, that raises the question is it's like, are, you know, rappers are putting time into their their work, you know what I mean? Trying to say something. And greater. both Kendrick and J. Cole are very on
3: that I'm trying to prove a message point. If you listen to Jermaine's interlude on DJ Khaled's song, he says something about um, toying around with the thoughts of retirement because he said what he said to say. Yeah. So that kind of shows that these guys
0: are more true to their art form,
3: true to their yeah. purpose of art. Right. And how like, exhausting
0: like, it is to, like, make a living off, right? Like, I don't want to talk about, like, J. Cole going, what, platinum with no features or whatever it is. But, yeah. I mean, it is kind of a fee, right? Like, can't blame him. But go ahead, and make. Yeah, ahead.
2: I remember that time Lil Wayne dropped that hard line. She swallows so many nuts. You fuck around and find a squirrel in her throat. <laughs> <laughs> Bomb drop. Man. Again, okay. another one. Uh, I'm trying to find, like, a really... Okay, should i call someone should i call somebody else because girl it's almost 12 and this dick won't suck itself
0: <laughs> does it say what song is are from yourself?
2: uh does it doesn't i don't know if it's oh it does it says back <laughs> to you which is on i am not a human being right 2. right uh and what about to listen to man yeah
0: Damn, i think i'm gonna listen to some Wayne way now, though, the
1: though yeah <laughs> become enlightened
2: bars, yeah. i passed that weed like I studied. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: That's a good one. <laughs> <So> I actually that <laughs> <messed up. laughs> out uh, Wayne is a king man. He's Never a, forget. He's a
2: interesting human. Um, <laughs> I I can honestly do this for maybe two more hours, but uh, let's stop there for that bit. That. Retiring uh, the rest of the way. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Fair enough. Yeah, jeez. Uh, we went from uh, from <laughs> we were talking about J. Cole and um, the Platinum, but he had that hard song on Cal's album. Yeah, uh And now we're talking about uh, Lil Wayne's uh, deep, uh, but that, genius that's that's
0: that's like the the dichotomy of hip hop right now, right? It's like who's 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 on like the the freshman Double XL? Yachty Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. Not so trash. Pretty sick. Very sick.
2: Twenty one. Okay. Um, I can't say anything <laughs> bad about Twenty One Savage <laughs> because, because he will kill me. He, he will, will me. find
0: me and murder me and my family. Um, speaking, speaking of, okay, another Toronto pro tip. Right. If you're trying to learn about the hottest rapper, he's Anju. He's this Tamil rapper. Have you heard about him?
1: I've heard this in your podcast. Um,
0: okay. Oh my days. Have you listened to him? No, I to him? Okay. It. We'll show you some as this podcast ends. All right. This guy will quite possibly murder Naveek and I. But we want him on the show. We want him to murder us on the show.
2: Uh, also, Anju, I know you're listening. Please murder us. Um, we want you <laughs> we on, this on this the show to murder time. us. Um, it's okay uh, if you do, but I don't mind it. Um, so hit us up. You already know my hotmail. <laughs> so please, uh, let, 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 let us know what time it is. All right?
0: um, but yeah, 21 Savage is essentially a realer version of Anju. who's also <laughs> not from Scarborough, which kind of sucks. Um, okay. But yeah, quite terrifying. Uh, just like his tone, like, his, like, very monotone, like, voice that he chooses to rap in is also, like, kind of funny, because it just sounds like he's, uh, you know when, uh, you know when you're laying in bed, and, uh, you chose to, like, sleep in a little bit, but it's, like, maybe, like, 10.30 on, like, a Saturday, and, uh, your mom or your dad opens the door, and they know you're half asleep, but they'll hit you with, uh, hey, um... I don't know if you've got any, anything going on today, but uh, the garage uh, just needs a little bit of cleanup. Mm. I was just wondering if you could uh, if you could just clean that up, and um, the flowers need a little bit of gardening, and um, as well as uh, I need you to, to make some dinner tonight, and you're just kind of like, your arms are like behind your head, your eyes are half open, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that, for sure, no problem, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what 21 Savage sounds like all the time, like he just sounds like he's curled up in like a sleeping bag in the booth, very similar to how Mace used to rap. I Mace like, literally maybe. always sounded like he was in, like, a blanket burrito. Just like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. He's very cozy.
2: Yeah. You know, that actually reminds me of what I said last week uh, about the summa putty. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you'll be having fun or something, and your parents will hit you up. They'll be like, um, yo, come home right now. We need you, whatever. I'll be like, I exams. Why do I need to come by? They'll be like, oh, summa putty. Summa putty. Suma putty means uh, study for fun. Uh, never in my life Would I want to do that I do not enjoy Studying for a purpose uh, For I don't like Studying when I pay For school Why would I want to study When I don't pay for school uh, So uh, Mother Never again I will never do that In my life um, But thank you for trying Or even study For next year You know, <laughs> or, you know when you're In the summertime time And you like Oh school's done They'll be like Oh for next year I'll be like
3: How am I supposed to Know what they're going To teach you You know <laughs> My parents just say Go to the public library Like I'm sure they have Everything
0: figured out there <laughs> yeah that is kind of wild yeah summa pari that's uh man because of summa pari I knew my my times tables at the end of grade one mm. my parents mm. just yeah I, I knew that time. when I was
3: going into kindergarten yeah I, knew, <laughs> I was, yeah multiplication subtraction I know that full yeah, marks yeah full marks, yeah, full <laughs> marks <man. laughs> break no full marks boy. Yeah. Um, yeah I knew long division by that point my parents like engraved that in the and I used to be like, my parents used to kind of like force it into me. And like, you know, the, the multiplication table generally goes up like 12 or something. I like, mean, what's 14 times 14? And I don't know, 156 or something. And, the and like, they'll, they'll make you get that on the top of my head too. It's just like, nothing was ever good enough. So right. just constantly, putty so was like, Dumb. almost like you're, it's not even like do it for fun. It's almost like, uh, I kind of expect you to. Please. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. I still <laughs>
2: don't know what 13 times 13 is. Uh-huh. 14 times 14 is. Mm-hmm. So we got calculators. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Every Saturday morning, my mom would be like, give me a chart or something, of multiplication. I have to do it all and stuff like that. And I remember, I remember all that. So, I mean, now it it doesn't matter at all. That was a bad time in my life, you know. I got, <laughs> I got
0: beat so much. You know? <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They'll
3: be
0: like, what's five times four? I'll be like, uh, 55? <laughs> you know, what
3: want you get close,
0: you know? Just get beat, yo. Do you know what, uh... Besides besides the casual being, I think uh, something my parents and like uh, and my uncle who was also just happened to be around, who also happened to be doing most of the disciplining. Uh, which is like kinda of sus now that I think about it. it's just like you're not my blood. I mean you are <laughs> but like secondary, you know? Either way the big one was just like uh, just like standing in the middle of the room and just like raising your hands above your head and just holding them there. Did you, you guys ever
1: get that? that yeah no but I, I just sit on, on my knees, knees. Yeah. Always really? okay. my yeah, hands up and then Alma made me go oh no oh, i don't oh. <laughs> if i fucked up i got hit yeah
0: yeah that's that's yeah and was it uh was there always uh like a, a tool of choice or was it anything
1: it was anything yeah and then my uncles would watch and laugh right yeah and i was so confused why they were.
0: yeah like exactly is, is this a fucking well, joke? <laughs> <seriously. laughs> Um, <laughs> give me the cards man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's um, a, that's that's a, a hidden that's
2: a reference that's to the Minin actually. is reference.
3: Right? Yeah, uh out to my driving instructor. <laughs> uh, every time I got in the car wasn't driving around, some Uncle would call him or whatever and he answered the had their phone and I guess they're partying later in the night that night and all I hear is are Carlsberg is the number one. <laughs> <Every> <laughs> I'm driving, I'm running, I'm driving around. But man, he's on point. I said left. He's there, like, he's there.
0: He's there, but you <laughs> also like, say like, true.
3: Every I had a couple Carlsbergs before the lesson, yo. Man, like Carlsberg and Shabbat's Rigo must be <laughs> all, all <laughs> brown uncles drink up to us. The most choice. disgusting, call <laughs> call Shiva. disgusting
0: man, They talk about it like crazy. <laughs> Oh my goodness Was there uh, Do you guys remember The first time Seeing your parents drunk Has that happened My parents don't drink My parents don't drink My parents don't drink Okay That's a surprise To me actually Yeah Yeah, I'm shocked Really? Do your parents drink
2: (laughs) Well I was surprised I don't know if I said This last time But I was surprised That my dad didn't drink I was like Yo you're doing All this shit to me And you're not drunk (laughs) (laughs) You're sober Through all this Like Yo what And um But no he never He never drank once
0: Really, yeah. What what do you, do you think... Have you witnessed your parents?
1: Yeah. Shmammered? My dad's, like, excessive. My mom, um, she buys me sangria. Okay. But then, I think it's because I grew up in the States. Right. So she's like, I had to teach her this normal, mm. you know? Right. But,
0: yeah. And do you have any siblings? I don't think of have. I have
1: two sisters. Two sisters. Okay. Yeah. Nice. One of them did unfair and lovely with me.
0: Okay, very nice. That was actually yeah. something I really wanted to ask you, but can you please, yeah, yeah please explain... Uh, to anyone who's listening, what exactly it is?
1: Um, so, Unfair and Lovely was like a social media campaign. Mm-hmm. And it was essentially this girl, Pax, she asked me and my sister to be in some pictures. And me and my sister were like little we models. So, we took some tequila shots, went to a um, 7 <laughs> Eleven, where we're in like jerseys and South Asian jewelry, kind of to show our hyphenated identities. Yeah. And then we took the pictures, and they came out really dope. And then Um, She was like, what should I name him? The photographer. So I was like, how about Unfair and Lovely? So we named it that, and then we made it a hashtag um, to kind of galvanize discourse on colorism within POC communities. So, yeah, and it kind of, like, took off, like, a lot. It was really, it was, it's awesome. It's kind of tragic it took until 2016 to be, like, dark-skinned people are pretty. But, um, yeah, like... Uh, Kelly Rowland and Lupita Nyong'o and um, CNN and Days Magazine and all these this media like picked it up Right. and it was really dope. I got really cool emails from girls being like I went makeup shopping with my mom and she like had heard of Unfair and Lovely and now she doesn't make me get lighter foundation right. and stuff like that. Yeah, So that's cool but um, it's also just like I don't know I've been going around Canadian like almost stores and stuff, and they still have like, I mean Fair and Lovely, and it's fair just and yeah, it's monopoly just right? everywhere, yeah. And it's wild, but I think it did a little something, so yeah, cool,
0: absolutely. Um, and in terms of it being like a, a social media initiative, is there anything like a like a blog or like a website that you use or you share any other content or media through?
1: Um, well, y'all can follow
0: me on Twitter. Yeah, no, we're gonna Excuse link me? all this for sure, for I'll sure.
1: Plug. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you
0: what do you use Twitter for? Because, as you know, like I think Navek and I, I think I think, okay, every once in a while, I use I use Twitter as like a tool of like communication because mm-hmm. you can. Uh, but at the same time, I'll also just say dumb shit like that's just mm-hmm. what I do. It's like the one of the few social medias that I use. Mm-hmm. It's the one where I say dumb shit mm-hmm. um, because you can. It's so yeah, only hundred forty exactly. characters, right? I'm like, 100% for
1: um,
0: but uh but you know, it's also like a, a good place to share, um, good place to share really good articles if you want to. Some people are about that like wisdom shit, which is cool. I like yeah, that yeah. too. Um, uh, yeah, how would you say you you cater your or uh the I'm looking for? Curate your Twitter page.
1: I think it's just like a little you know, social justice, a little music stuff. It's everything. Okay, cool. Um I have a blog and I kind of write about issues within the tomato community. Right. And like social justice issues in general. And then there's unfairandlovely.com. We got merch. It's cute. Okay. Yeah, buy shit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We we'll like all the stuff.
1: So yeah, um but unfair and lovely has been like it's it was weird cuz when we were doing it, um just cuz fair and lovely, right? A lot of people thought it was like uh, exclusively South Asian thing, but we were trying to target um Like, all people of color. Yeah. And then it was also weird, because white girls and light-skinned girls were trying to use the hashtag. Right. And I was like, it's hard to surveil it over social media. Also, a lot of people talk shit, but I was, like, trying not to read the comments, um, just because I didn't want to get too involved. But it's a, it's a cool campaign, and I'm trying to figure out how to make it, like, keep going, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: Um, something you were just mentioning about, about the light-skinned girls, or Mm -hmm. even white people using, using the hashtag, Mm -hmm. um...
1: We really can't have shit. Pardon me? We really can't have shit. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that uh, I just wanted to ask you about is, um, how you feel, not how you feel, but, um, where, like, a line is drawn between, um, something being displayed as, like, a, a, like, a sign of solidarity Mm -hmm. versus being, being misused or appropriated, Mm -hmm. um, how, yeah, how, you know, in your time, you know, being invested in social justice, how have you experienced, or what are some ways that you've seen um, Solidarity shown positively or, or in, a, in a way that is, like, you know, constructive versus something as simple as just, like, using a hashtag but not, you know, mm-hmm. not understanding what it's representing?
1: Um. So, these hashtags I usually have a problem with. Right. Um, because it's, like, an excuse to post a selfie. And I'm all about self-love with selfies. Mm-hmm. But, like, so Just Rain, after Azalea Bang said those, like, yes, yeah. dumbass comments, um, he created crazy-handed bitch, right. which was, like, cool and all, but it's also, like, the South Asian community has so many issues, like, colorism, like, casteism, whatever, whatever. All the people using the hashtags, for the most part, were just... Uh, using it for the the likes or the the retweets, not necessarily creating discourse about why does this get assigned to us as being a curry center bitch? Like why do people call it that? Um, and then that's a lot of the problems I see with hashtag activism. Another thing is with reclaim the bindi. First off, we don't call it bindi; we call it porto. Yeah, Like. Sorry south like south south asians call it portu so i'm confused like how is this inclusive but it's also like there are a lot of issues with reclaim the bindi in terms of casteism in terms of like people who are widows can't wear a portu so how is this exclusionary of certain groups it's just such a western concept to be like yo we got to reclaim the bindi because these girls are wearing it at coachella when there are like people in the east in south asia who are like there are people dying you know what i'm saying yeah. so it just seems like a really western concept to be advocating for um so yeah i guess that's how i've like distinguished social justice and it's really easy to engage in social justice when you're on social media because you got a hashtag you got an instagram account mm-hmm. or a twitter account it's really easy to engage but where's the conversation right. and how are we like expanding that too because i'm like the auntie's they are perpetuating my oppression, like, so hard.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I
1: appreciate them for everything they do for me, but y'all need to, like... Because the aunties are the ones who are instilling, like, aside from a lot of other people, but a huge portion of it is the aunties are the ones instilling that, um, like, dark isn't cute. That's right. Or, like, you gotta cater to a man or whatever. Yeah. So um, how do we reach that generation? And that's And that's, right. that's a hard... Thing to navigate. Particularly
0: uh, because of uh, how they don't even realize that mm-hmm. this is just the way that mm-hmm. they've been living. Yeah. Because, like, you know, um, something that we've spoken about on this podcast is, like, how the str- like a struggle that we communally face right now is, like, a plethora of the things you've, you've just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, right now, or, like, thinking about leaving, like, a, a war-torn country... Mm-hmm. you know is like is is a, is a different struggle and and then they're gonna they inevitably were things that uh you know end up shaping the way you kind of live life yeah right? which is or like which is <laughs> has become problematic for us trying to have like a proper discourse because it is this like simple idea of just like the way life is right mm-hmm. and, um it's just like so deeply embedded in them that you almost can't mm-hmm. shake them, right? Yeah. Um, but but you're absolutely right. Like, yeah, how many times have you gone to see, like, a relative? Um, and, yeah, b- b- besides, like, ask, like, the first question is, like, how are you? And then the next question is just, like, touching your face and being like, oh,
1: I like, The you're first question so for me is always my hair. Really? Why is your hair so short? Always. Man. And then, like, it's just weird because, um, like, as creatives... I guess my family has always been like we paved the way for you to be successful you need to be engaged like with this master's degree or being doing this or that and it's always weird to like navigate my place trying to advocate for people or be a creative or do whatever when I feel this burden at home yeah. to um to like be a resource for them in the future you know so it's also the language barrier yeah. my thumb is not cute yeah. and so like trying to talk to older people and trying to advocate and trying to get them to understand what I'm thinking is just so hard and almost non-existent because yeah. I don't have that in my vocabula- vocabulary Yeah. so there's a lot of um, facets to it but I don't know I'm trying to do what I can with social yeah, media yeah
0: absolutely and what would you say if you were to to sum up what would you would say to anyone who perhaps is you know in the back of their mind has the intention to make a statement or make a claim or mm-hmm. create discourse but uh, hasn't been able to go about it the right way or maybe isn't quite seeing how uh, how serious an issue it is or more importantly how you know how much they can do mm-hmm. on social medias
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah what's one thing that you would try and share with that person
1: educate your people cause like I feel as a Thone person, I have an obligation to educate other Thone people about why, um, ra- like, anti-blackness is bad, or casteism is bad, or, like, sexism is bad, this, whatever. And so, like, take it upon yourself to educate yourself. That's the simplest thing you can do. Google is a free resource. Use it. Um, Twitter, I look, most of my education is from Twitter. <laughs> 140 characters can do a lot. Yep. You know? So, I feel like... That's the easiest thing you can do via social media. And then just like talk about it. Yeah. You know? So, yeah.
0: Alright. Wicked. I think we've pretty much uh pretty much reached the point of the night where uh where Anna's too drunk to uh <laughs> to move to get out of his chair and uh Navik has no more words. Yeah, I'm just out of words right <laughs> now.
2: Um, That's okay. Um, I mean, I have a lot to say about that issue as well. Uh, I mean, she she covered all of it. Yes, and, yeah. Because uh, it, you know, it pisses me off as well. Because we've uh, we've gone through it so many times, where uh, the relative points out the, the darker skin of some of a certain child. Um, I've heard it a few times, and uh, it doesn't mean shit. Though. They're like, so it like caught up with shit. appearance and judgment. Mm-hmm. Like so, when me and my brother I
3: visited my grandparents. They looked at me, and the first thing they said is, ah, oh, I'm like, I was just kind of confused while they're, like, disappointed. They're like, Your baby pictures are so much lighter. And then they held my face, and then they're, like, they looked at me and goes, oh, you're so much skinnier. They look at my brother. Mind you, he's uh, he's about, like, 5'5". Five, five. At the time, he was, like, 5'5", five, five, 200 pounds. Incredibly unhealthy human, right? And they look at him because he he's healthy. You, ah, like, you're too skinny and everything. And I'm starting to thinking, like, the way that they look at it is if you are a person of wealth, you probably aren't working on a field so much. Therefore, you're not getting darker. Also, if you're a person of wealth, you have a lot of food, maybe an overindulgence of food. Therefore, you are bigger. So, I look at him and I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's a man right yeah. there. They look at me, they're like, what happened? You had so much potential, and mm. yeah, it
0: just. <laughs> I had nothing to
3: say at that point. I just, just kind of nodded in like didn't really want to butt there.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like exhausting. Uh, yeah. Anytime I step into, particularly when I was in university, and I would come home. Um, I didn't as, especially my third and fourth year I didn't come home a whole lot um, but when I did it might have been until like I go to like a family party or something um, and anytime I did like within like first three people that I meet like one person just goes like "Ah, am the Al-Qaeda um, and just like oh. grab a hold Are of my beard around. yeah which uh, is just like yeah it's just not funny <laughs> who um, was it? this guy's clocked the gun (laughs) Uh, nah man (laughs) I mean like I mean like yeah for real most of the time like first of all like doesn't matter whether you're family or not like just don't grab my facial hair Like I'm not a fucking jungle gym Like he He thought that was a fire joke though He yeah. was like Oh mm. this is gonna hit Yeah exactly Uh But that's the thing right I mean that's just like These guys in Idaho I mean Ohio Or whatever <laughs> uh, Like Yeah it's It's just a joke but... Uncle was in the shower The next day <laughs> Yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like Yeah 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 I got him on that one. Yeah just calls up uh, Calls up his machan Just tells him oh,
2: oh, like hey, You, you
3: hear him? Hey 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 hey
0: <laughs> in the muspaati, in the muspaati. <laughs> uh, yeah, all day, man. Um, but yeah, it, it's like, yeah, it's just not funny. And like on top of that, like, that's just the beginning, right? It just starts with your appearance. And then it's, uh, and then it's, uh, and then, uh and then, uh, and then, uh, you know, just like all these ridiculous questions. Uh, and like, I think, uh, I just had the, yeah, turning point where, uh, essentially I just started answering questions like yeah I don't know I have no idea but then that's countered with them just being like you know what you know what financial advising let me tell you let me tell you something listen with your degree you can start here ten years ten years later you move out okay that's when you start making money You put a mortgage down get a house obviously they don't sound like this but (laughs) (laughs) they don't don't sound like that at all (laughs) This sounds like a guidance counselor from high school but, uh, but yeah I mean just None of it really matters. I think the the biggest one, the biggest thing that I have an issue with, uh, which I, you know, only learned or, like, started to think about uh, in my first year in university is just, like, when you ask someone a question, listen to what they have to say. Like, it's that simple, you know what I mean? Don't ask someone a question with an answer for them, yeah. you know? It's just, like, I mean, to, yeah, to to just thinking on what you are saying about you know your message to share with anyone who, who like doesn't feel maybe that they're enabled or aren't sure where to kind of begin yeah for me it's just like it's at the opposite end. it's just listen to what mm. someone might have to say right mm-hmm. um, and listen to the junk as well you know and think about why someone's saying that or why someone thinks it's funny to say uh, or why someone thinks that it's okay to say it, right mm-hmm. um, because yeah without at least thinking on those things or without Choosing to talk about it later, you're you're just letting that, uh, letting those kind of like commonalities or, you know, day to day things, go through. Um, yeah, on that note, I think it's time to go do some credit card fraud again. What you say?
2: Um, about it, about second round of credit card fraud. Yeah. Yeah, um, See what they say. Um, t- there's not enough uh, credit two.
0: card fraud in the world. Yeah. So you need to do some. More. Southern Ontario needs two more Tamil boys to get in the credit card for our game that's mm-hmm. it that's what they need <laughs> um, really really big shout out to uh, our three guests today thank you guys so much for coming through um, man and thanks for coming for a second time we, we know you got out, a 5am wake up call tomorrow but yeah. uh, okay. yeah. um, and thank you Unfair and Lovely thank you for for sharing light on your time in Texas um, the mixtapes we're going to put the playlist we're going to put the Unfair and Lovely website Twitter. Do you guys have Twitter? Man, oh, do you have dude. Twitter? Anna, do you have Twitter? I'm not Dad. popping on Twitter. Do you have Instagram, no. Anna? I do. Yeah? Yes, I do. Do you pop off on Instagram? Uh, I just recently got it, so... Okay. Like, uh, not recently, maybe a couple of months. Okay, can we add your Instagram tag at the bottom? Sure. All right, perfect. You can follow Anna. Um, Would you put just videos of your hockey's like, for sale? You put, like, hockey for sale, soup it up, hockey for sale, uh... Blank. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else you could do a hockey of, but... Uh,
2: we'll tag that to you yep. so thank you Anojin, Marusha, Menin. Um, you're all part of this history you know. <laughs> high top flip flops are coming very soon Kirkland you already know what's up <laughs> Babu you already know what's up uh, BMO might just hit me up right after this as well Campbell um, Soup, was Cam- soup up was sponsored by Campbell Soup as well I forgot to mention that it's very dumb um, <laughs> there, or Mr. Noodle Share Mr. Noodle for quick. uh,